All right, guys, welcome back to Adventure Radio. Uh, today we have a great show for you guys. This is um, the second show we've recorded with my all-time favorite guest and awesome close mate of mine, Tommy Sira. Unfortunately, episode four, I think, was Tommy Sira, and we had to take that show down for undisclosed reasons. Um, if you want to know why, then you can DM me um, on Instagram or Facebook or email me. I can probably fill you in what happened there. Um, but it was my all-time favorite show, and this one would be very close as well. This is uh, Tommy's a skydiver, really a professional skydiver, but he's also a professional um, life explorer. Like he's uh, he's done everything, and he's uh, he's very inquisitive and a fascinating dude to talk to. And like I said, a great mate of mine. Um, you'll love this show, guys. Listen all the way through; it's hilarious. Um, this show is brought to you by Audible. Check out audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. And then uh, you'll get a free audiobook and 30 days free to check out what they do. Audible's sick, guys. You can listen while you're on the bus, listen while you're walking your dog, listen while you're cooking the, uh, cooking the hamal. You can, um, you can do a bunch. It's awesome. You're always able to get in information. So um, check it out. Also, head to quashcreative.com and use the code radio when you speak to the guys there. They'll get a, you'll get a free SEO report or report on your existing brand. Quash Creative, guys, is a friend of the show, Sean Marsh. He's the, uh, the guy that did the uh, intro for our show, our song, intro for our show, which we love so much. So awesome with creative exploits of any kind. Also, head to adventurefittravel.com. We've got epic trips coming up all the time, guys. You can get 10% off if you use the code word radio. Um, yeah, check out what we're doing. we got uh, Iceland coming up in December. The first one sold out. Don't miss out on the second one. It's going to be rad. And uh, here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. then we're back. Then we're on. Welcome back to Adventure we Radio. We are <laughs> We're uh, sitting here with Tommy Sira. You haven't got a, a, a song prepared either, no. do you? No. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, well, you Cooked me on the last one. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you don't remember the last one. Oh, no, I do. I could. I could. Uh, let, me just, let me just go back to my files. Uh, I Actually, could get back in to, there. We had to, we had to Sira. scrap. <laughs> he looks like Owen Wilson. That was the gist of it pretty much. Yeah. We... Um, we did have to scrap the first show, so we, we, we don't actually we could do the um, we could do the tribute again. A capella? Can you do it or <laughs> you don't want to do it? it? Yeah, I've got it here. Hang on. Let me How just go back to my anyway? I'm good. What's I'm what's chill. been what's been uh, what's been happening? Uh, today or like recently or well since last uh, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> since uh, since we spoke to you last, which nobody can go back into the files and yeah, find because yeah, no yeah. as as we said, the show was uh, deleted for hashtag legality um, issues, hashtag legality issues. <laughs> yeah, um, heaps, man. Heaps just been getting active, doing stuff. I broke my leg in a car accident. I came second at the National Skydiving Championship. Mm. Um, 
scaling back on work a lot, just trying to enjoy things more and tone it down a little bit, I yeah. guess. Sounds apart good. Apart from that, yeah, just chilling and doing my thing. Yeah. So how's the skydiving competition work? Like it's aerial maneuver skydiving stuff? Yeah, we were um, competing in two-way artistic. So I was competing with two Irish brothers that are guys from Queensland that I've been jumping with for a few years. They're really good jumpers. And uh, I'm their cameraman, so I fly with mm. the camera on my head. So <laughs> we have a like... We have seven rounds. Two rounds are free routine. So um, they're basically routines that we can pick uh, moves based on um, based on a guideline set of moves that give you better points. Mm-hmm. So we try and do the best moves that we can and film them in an artistic way to make it look super cool. And yep. then you have compulsories, which are moves that they've picked for us to do. And we have to do them in the sequence that they want and film them in our own creative way and make it look as cool as we can. Really? Mm. So it's super fun, super hard. It's very subjective though, the judging. So Yeah, because it's, it's, it's very yeah, it's subjective. It's hard. So and like the guys that are judging us, like some of them have never skydived before. Mm. They're, they're yeah. great judges and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, you spend a whole year working super hard on your craft, you know, like everything goes into it. Like you for me, like your diet, your training in the gym working to pay for the training jumps and things like mm. that and then it comes down to comp day and you know if you're not that happy with the the overall way it goes you can get a little upset but yeah, i guess yeah. you've kind of just got to put that to the back of your mind and just try and do your best and fly the best you can with your friends and have fun which is what we did yeah we came close we came second there was only two teams in the competition <laughs> but, but we did we did well, really good did really well we did, <laughs> <laughs> but we did really yeah, good. Uh, we were super proud. The team we were competing That's against. Flipping. Yeah, the guys we were competing against have been a team for, I think, four or five years. Really good flyers. Mm-hmm. And we were only like 0.4 of a point behind them. Yeah. So we were really stoked. Yeah. Like, and it was like the jumps we did in competition on that day were the best jumps we'd done as a team. So like... We were so pumped afterwards. Like yeah, it that's was, sick. It was well worth the the year long slog of everything that comes with it. So, mm. so you're um. So who does all the editing and stuff? Like, what's the because you've got a like? Is that a part of no. the competition as well? Like, how's no, it no, work? no. We just we just they watch it live. Yeah, no. We do the jump. We submit the video straight to the judges. They go into the judging panel and they'll watch it. I think once or twice, and then they'll judge their they'll give their scores on the spot on the spot and then they'll put it out on the big screen and say um you know our score and go through the routine so right so that's why like you've got to be in the right position so you're as much of a pretty much like crucial member as anyone because you've got to get yourself in the right position to be able to make it look rad i've got the hardest part really yeah it's the hardest flying because you've got to be there you've got to capture it you've got to see things like I have to see things going pear shaped before they get pear shaped. Mm-hmm. If I can see something's out of time, I have to adjust where I am in the sky to get everything in frame or yeah. to change it and things like it that. But it's crazy. so much fun. Yeah. I love kind of like I love like filming and photography and stuff like that anyway. Yeah. So it's like it it's was the best thing. Yeah, it was that super cool for me. Yeah. And I'd been saying that I'd wanted to get into flying camera for years. And the way I fell into it with these boys was just textbook, just the right place, the right time, good yep. friends. It just happened. Mm-hmm. And now since that... Funny farm. Yeah, funny farm. <laughs> since... Uh, uh, that's funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's quite funny. Since uh, 
since flying camera for the team, I'm now sort of focusing more on creative edits. So um, going to an event and flying camera for the event and then coming home and putting the jumps that I've done to music that I like in a creative way. And mm-hmm. it just ticks so many boxes yeah. for me. Like it's so good to put, I love music. So it's so much fun to put the music I love to the images I love of the, yeah. sp- of the sport I love. It's yeah. like, it's man, I had the things. best time when I'm editing. I'm just like, this is so cool that's sick so yeah. can you do can you like um, sell those edits like can you make it, like some money out of doing that like selling edits to like not really. competitions or companies and stuff like surely Red Bull would like yeah they'd no, they don't have right, someone. Right? they do but they've got so much content man they've got yeah. they've got hours they've got the best guys in the world working yeah. for them and yeah. they've been doing that sort of thing for 10 years now so they're probably sitting on mountains of footage you know yeah, yeah true. that's true but like sick though sick, there are skydiving events uh, called boogies and we can uh, like some if you're a good camera flyer, you get employed to go to these events, like whether it's in Australia or on Norway or Switzerland or wherever, and you fly a camera for an event, so they pay for you to go over there, you fly a camera for the week, you jump with really? everyone, and then you do a creative that's edit. Sick. Fuck yeah, that's and good. that can be there's people that do that pretty much full like full time. They yeah. really yeah, yeah, for sure. Just that's, 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 that's the dream. Yeah, that's European dream. summer to Australian summer or yep. US summer or whatever, yeah. you know, so it's pretty cool. I'm not that good yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And you're back in the gym, mate? Yeah. Crossfitting. Crossfitting, yeah. yeah. Ch- training training heaps, man. I did, um, since breaking my leg, I got kind of, when I broke my leg, I was still a chance of going to the world meet. Like yeah. my team was going to the world meet and there was a chance that I was going to heal um, before it. So like... I got stuck into rehab. Like, yeah. I actually went insane and got totally obsessed with my rehabilitation. Yeah. And then once I realized that I wasn't going to make it, I was still kept up with everything and still yeah. went hammer and tong. Um, so, yeah, my leg, I had a, a straight tibia break. It was end-to-end. So yep. um, I had no plates or anything or no screws. It actually just healed, but it took a yep. long time. Yep. Um, and the mobility in my ankle was really bad. And, yeah, I just worked on that, worked on my diet, yep. did everything I could to come back from that. And... I don't even notice it anymore. It's yeah, it's stronger good. than it's ever been. So when you say well, mate, do you mean for CrossFit? No, for skydiving. Oh, shit, man. I was like, fuck, you're on it. Yeah. <laughs> you killed it. No way. No way. Absolutely killed it. Dude, no way. Yeah, At least 60 kilos. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. This guy's rocking him. <laughs> Ew. No. Oh, I just found the, uh, the tribute here. It's unreal. Oh, this is classic. <laughs> that was a question of the day, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, uh, you got me the CrossFit cat. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. He's just got yeah. CrossFit on his mind. I definitely yeah. don't think I could. Yeah. Uh, CrossFit frothing. Yeah, yeah. Sick. So how did you uh, how did you break your leg? Uh, in a car accident. Yeah. Yep. I think you were. Of I think all you were, things. I think you were t- was that at Funny Farm? No, no, no. I no. Keep, was, I, keep trying, I should just stop yeah, talking stop about Funny Farm. Actually, yeah. Yeah, bad stuff at Funny Farm. Yeah. yeah. But um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Um. No, it was. Uh. Yeah. Just a car accident. We were just caught out on a farm, and um. It was dark and. On a farm, you can't. No, but it, it was no. We're, we're out. We're out. We're out. Farm, of the, not called funny, farm. No, farm is, it's just a joke that we use. Once. Yeah, I know. It was just a joke. No, we're out at um. We're out at a mate's farm down in Gippsland, and we were just like messing around, and um. Yeah, we we had a bit of a car accident. And I broke my <laughs> yeah. leg. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. So, boys, so. Be, boys being boys. Yeah, yeah. Classic, let's go flip a car. We're on trucks. <laughs> classic story. Boys being boys. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I came off with a broken leg and fucked. It sucked. Yeah, do it. Yeah, and I was petrified of cars before that. Anyway, you know, like I hate cars. I've always driven a piece of shit. Mm. I didn't get my license till I was like, I think twenty, because I was scared of cars. I just didn't really (laughs) want to drive. My sister's my sister's boyfriend or dude she was seeing when she was younger. He died in a car accident when I was about sixteen. Was that um the Peninsula accident? 
Yeah, it was the the one, one of one of the Mornington Peninsula accidents. There was a few in a couple of years. Oh, there not was the like one that was three. the David Hill Peninsula, the group of guys that. No, it wasn't no. those guys. Yep. It was um, some other dudes. Yeah, but yeah, that's shit, isn't it? Yeah. And now you're uh, you're looking at living in a car though. Yeah, well, I'm not van, living in a van, getting but the, getting the van life rocking. Yeah, going to set the van up for summer. It's uh, just a lot easier. It's going to make things so much easier. I can have all the toys in there. I can have a um, you know solar panel battery system. Um, I can have a fridge in there. I can have my laptop lights and I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want and just be gone. You know, like I can just take off from Friday till Monday or Mm -hmm. if I take days off in the week, I can just disappear and stay wherever I like. So we're talking about this before the, uh, before the show, when you were going to, when you were out there, Tommy, doing whatever you were doing. Um, I was just uh, eating cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It looked delicious. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because because uh, I sold my car the other day, and I didn't tell you I applied for a um, Wicked Camper. You can buy a Wicked Camper van. Mm. You go on their website, and it's like buy an ex, buy an old camper. You put your details down and whatever. Because I want to get a camper set up to go up the east coast with Ziggy. Yeah, and uh, Cyril was telling me how like, Just you he's kind of yeah yeah. Well, who else cute. am I going to take, mate? Depending on what you. Think was, about doing it. Yeah. It's quite legal. Yeah, yeah. I have to employ, employ, Brandon, employ, Brandon, employ yeah. I, can, I can employ a girlfriend if yeah, that's, why yeah. that's why you're assuming. Like, I don't have one, so. Yeah. Uh, it just Zig, means that's the right guy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's why I was talking to Tommy about the, uh, talking about the, the van life, you know? Yeah, yeah, V life. I think it's a great move, man. I, I'm definitely all for it for you, for yeah, sure. No, mm. I just want to. Um, I want to see more of Australia for one. Yeah, yeah. more of Victoria. To... How much yeah. do you know of Victoria? Exactly, no, dude. Exactly. This place is legit rad. Yeah, like yeah. it's so good. Well, you I'm know going what? To, um, Marysville tomorrow with the old miso soup, and nice. um, I'm fucking pumped about seeing it because I've, I saw it once as like a kid. Yeah, but um, like it'd just be good to see it as like a slightly more mature version of myself and actually like suss out like a forest town. It's beautiful. I was out there maybe two months ago. I did like a six hour hike with my girlfriend and it was amazing. The best thing. It's so cool out there, man. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's not far at all. Like it was an hour and a bit out, maybe an hour and a half. And the whole drive out there is beautiful. You sort of go out the Black Spur, Mm. out the side of the Dandenongs. Um, Is it, what's the valley out there that sort of opens up? It's not. Champagne Valley. Is it? <laughs> Riff, not Riff, Riff, Riff Valley? Riff Valley? Is it? I oh, know it's back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silicon. Silicon. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Silicon. Uh, um, yeah, because I had this dude stay with me on Airbnb. Is this, Here we go. Um, is this Dutch dude. Okay. And then... Um, Dutch anyway, runner. Anyway. Well, <laughs> Dutch runner. Um, anyway, so he, was, uh, he came to me and he was like... I can't remember what his name was. He was a fucking real nice guy. And I was friends with him. Yep. But he was a real knucklehead as well. Like, he really was. He was yeah. a, he's a mate that you kind of like... You got, no, you, got no to- you got you got all the time for, but you got no time for. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so he's a, he's a man. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Every group has a dickhead, but yeah. it's their group's dickhead. But, yeah. Um, he he came in Airbnb and he's like, "Oh, Billy, I need you to um, I want to, I want you to tell me where I should go in Victoria. Like, I want to do I want to do some hikes. I want to do this and that." And I felt embarrassed. I own a travel company, and I was like. Man, <laughs> I now see it. I now see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. My, my advice, that is hilarious. My advice is go get a Lonely Planet. There's a bookstore. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can point in the direction of the best bookstore yeah, exactly. in Port, South Melbourne. In fact, to be honest, I can't. I'll just but go he to was it. like, so he went to the, um, he went in like three weekends in a row. Went the Yu Yangs, the Danny Nongs, um, Werribee Gorge, the maybe, yeah. or something like that. There's another one that I'm forgetting about. 
And he just came back. He was raving, yeah. showing me photos. I'm like, fuck, all this stuff's like an hour away. Yeah, it's not. And I know. We yeah. have to do it. Oh, yeah. man. 100%. Not well, far I just want to get all. out more like and I, I keep, overnight. Oh, I, tree. I, yeah, yeah, I keep seeing all these chicks that I, um, that I creep go. on on Instagram stories, like all out at Werribee Gorge. Werribee oh, Gorge yeah. seems to be. Is that what you call it? Uh, <laughs> Werribee Gorge. But, yeah. uh, Sorry. <laughs> but, um,. Uh, yeah, so um, oh, so those cookies, man. I'm on a sugar high. Yeah. But, Sorry, but, you're but, on fire. But, yeah. but um, yeah, I just feel like I haven't seen enough of Australia. So that was my plan. Yeah, yeah. get in the car and um, and make my way slowly up the east coast, and then fuck wherever else. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to Cairns. I want to go up to Cairns and do some diving. Yeah, scuba diving before the corals bleached and yeah. disappears. Yeah, corals cooked Gone forever. Corals yeah. already cooked. It's already cooked, isn't it? But um, yeah, so. Van life, V life. That's cool. But, it's super good for you, you know. Just well, it, the whole yeah. concept of getting out in nature. Did you read that article I sent you about Japanese bathing? No, uh, I don't remember you sending it. Uh, I think I Damn texted it, it to you. It's, uh, Sorry, it's Japanese forest bathing, where like uh, people that work in the cities there, they the companies own um, like resorts or cabins out in the forest, and they periodically send staff out there to spend the weekend because oh. they come back and their stress levels are down. Yeah, their efficiencies pro- through the roof. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like product productivity goes yeah. through the roof and everything, and it's like. Oh, mate, 100%. But then they've got the other side of Japanese culture where it's like they're so fucking stressed they have that suicide forest. How's that? What is that? Suicide Do you know that suicide forest? forest? No. Mate, it's it's next, it's we next just to the changed. We've just, we just, just gone <laughs> wow. Yeah, we've it got, got really now. dark. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just got super no dark more, in no here. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I watched the Vice documentary. Right, okay. And, uh, so I know everything about it. <laughs> yeah. But basically, there is legitimately a, a forest in Japan. I can't remember what it's called. It's like... Death uh, forest. Yeah, death forest, yeah. Osaku <laughs> or something like that. Basically translates to death forest. And it's probably a little bit politically correct there. Um, but it's where people literally go to commit suicide. And there's like over there's like over a thousand... I mean, you, you, you go in there and there are dead bodies because people have wow. hung, hung themselves. And in that... In the, when they filmed the documentary, they found this guy who was just chilling out in his tent, contemplating whether or not to do it. Like he was contemplating his own life. Oh like my it's god, so that is grim. But I mean, what kind of like culture? I mean, like the I mean the Jap- Japanese culture. I'm not having a crack in Japanese culture. <laughs> Fucking no. <Nah. laughs> but like they're they're so far advanced. They're they're killing every aspect of you know technology advances and all this sort of stuff. They they've monetized and made into a business sex and relationships, and yet it's drive every. Every, everyone to be so stressed yeah. that they're having to, you know, well, some people are committing suicide. It's insane, isn't That's it? That's horrible. That that is. Maybe it's just a joint that people go to, like the Westgate. Well, maybe ma- they're yeah, not all mate. just committing suicide. They're not all going down to, the, to, the, to commit the, to the culture. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, people don't go to the Westgate anymore, do they? I don't know. Oh, I'm don't just saying. It might, it might just be like the most can. convenient place to just, convenient. you know, go it's down to kill yourself or meet someone. Hey, man, what are you doing? Down the dumps, bro. What have you made? chat about I'm going to the forest. Imagine if you married someone you met. Where'd you guys meet? Oh, nowhere. That's the one time you we're on, say, to, we're on our way to Happy Life Forest. Uh, yeah, uh, down to yeah. down to have a work retreat. Uh, just, That's the one time you'd probably say Tinder. Oh yeah, yeah we met on Tinder. Yeah. That's all good. Oh, well, we share the same nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, that's so fucked. Yeah. Yeah, do you want a hand with that? Like I see you know, that Slipknot's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. It was love at first sight. <laughs> the first time. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first attempt, mine too. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, but that's insane. That, that is a very on a serious note, really good documentary to watch yeah. because like, I mean like there's a guy um, who was self-employed to go into the forest all the time and like help people out. He was like his own self-made counsellor to like cool. help people out and be like, hey man, you know, you don't need to do this. Like the people that die in there, there was a dead body in there with the clothes still over the dead body. 
So like the body would rot and the clothes were still shaped around the skeleton. Like wow, that's how long it had been there for. Eight, like ages. They found a body that had been there for what? I mean, how long does that take? A couple of years? Well, oh, I mean, I decomposition probably, but I mean, yeah. that thing's probably been packed by every animal out <laughs> yeah. there for it sure. It looked pretty grim after like a week or two. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it depends extreme, if they could get to it or not, grim. you know, like... Yeah. Birds would have just been well, sacked on that. Yeah, what about um? Sure. What about that dude? I think I told you about this dude. His um his job is is this guy named Kevin Briggs. Try to get him on the podcast. I think when we go to the US, I think he, he agreed to come come on the come on the show for a session. Get some good guests. Yeah, this yeah. dude. I haven't it's even really told good. about this. Yeah, Sir like Sir likes the name Kevin killer. Briggs. Yeah, yeah. He likes the name Kevin Briggs. You don't know what the name is. No, no, no. Yeah, this is a good. Yeah, excited is it? But um, so this Kevin Briggs guy though, he's from San Francisco, and his job, he's a counselor, right? And his job is to. He works at the um, south southwest entrance to the Golden Gate Bridge, for example. Uh, one of the entrances. Yeah, yeah, yep. And his job day to day is he's a bridge attendant, but he's a fucking counselor. Oh, this he's, dude. Yeah. Yes, 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 he, yes. His whole job, his whole day to day is walking up on the bridge and like, you know, there's other roles that he has, yep. but his main role is walking up and going, hey, Chill what out. are you up to? Like, can we chat about this? Like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. And trying to talk people out of... It's risky fucking like, job. When do you ever have... When do you ever have that job? Oh, well, you, you know, don't. it just like, reminded me of the Forest, hostage. It reminded me of the hostage negotiator, Chris hostage Voss. Hostage negotiator, yeah, not because bad, it's but... like imagine you, you say people are that wound up. Yeah. you say one wrong word or emphasize ru- one wrong part of the sentence. See you later. Yeah, They're jumping. Mm. So it's like, man, did, you don't have to do this. You're not a bad person, but you're not a great person. Yeah, like, gone. Just gone. Did, like, yeah. He did a really sick um, TED talk. That's how I got onto this dude. And he talked about one example of this guy and he explained about his day and explained about his family and he was just having a real rough time and he thought he was making ground and then all of a sudden in the middle of the conversation he just looked at him and said something like anyway man I'm, I'm out I'm out and he just and he watched him and he was like what the fuck it would that's fuck with your head heavy right heavy so that's anyway so we're going to try and get this guy on the show I'd like to talk to him about oh yeah like it's a very fascinating you would learn fa- some things I reckon yeah. just doing that you'd be like you'd learn about people you know mm. Oh, it's, but surely, surely it's sort of ethically. Well, you'd just be thinking, you can't put your own guilt or. I mean, you're not the person to blame. Like they're no, on a the bridge, no, they're on the bridge. Not. It's just like it wasn't just because of what I said. It's like if he was going to kill himself, he was going to kill himself. Yeah, it's like before being they even met. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like being in an emergency room. Fucking, yeah, that's right. You know, like you, people don't. If people are going to die. People make die. a mistake in there, or like, or someone dies, and they, you know, could have done that. Like people, they, those people don't. You can't have that role and yep. and excel in that role if you worry yeah. about that nah, stuff. You exactly. have to be exactly. And I saw it's I business. To, it's business. I spoke to someone the other day about. I was a paramedic, I think, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was, I can't remember who, who it was, but it was a paramedic, and I was talking about how crazy I think their job is like obviously rocking up to like car accidents and yeah. you know these horrific fucking things and trying to resuscitate people and I'm like I could never do it and it was a girl I can't remember who it was she goes you could definitely do it I could never do it when I started doing it Yeah, like it was the craziest thing that I'd ever see for the first time I saw somebody die in front of me you know, the second time it, it still hurt, and the third mm. time, and the, and then it becomes like anything. You become attuned to it, as yeah. fucked as it sounds. But yeah. otherwise, you never. Otherwise, you're out the door. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you wouldn't last a week. Nah. You'd know straight away. You'd see one yeah. bit of blood and squeal and oh, you yeah. gone. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Heavy stuff. You were telling me. Um, you were saying when we were talking before the. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> before um before we started recording, you were t- telling me you've had a um you've been getting into some uh, hallucinogenic. Uh, Drugs? Some, uh, <laughs> what, were you looking for a word there? No, oh, I was trying to make it sound fancier. A little less. Yeah. Or something. Well, food is a drug, if you want to give it that sort of context. Yeah, I've been sort of 
getting back into psychedelics a little bit. I mean, I used to dabble a bit when I was younger, but I don't think I understood what they were about at all. I just did it yeah. because you were young and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm out. seeing shit. This <laughs> yeah. is weird. I have no idea what's going on. But I thought it was a Capuchosa pizza. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is what you do. But after doing research and yeah. um, reading lots of books and sort of totally figuring out that there's a lot more to it yep. than just what you think or what you're told or what you learn in school. Um, and yeah, I've been experimenting, microdosing with mushrooms and stuff like that. And it's been fantastic. It's been one of the better things I've done recently for sure. So, so well, that, that, just quickly, that was the, uh, the biggest thing that I was disappointed about um, with us having to take down our last show was the fact that we got into this amazing conversation about psychedelics and breaking yeah. through and, and becoming one with yourself and, and all that you yeah. know, beautiful stuff. Like that was a great conversation yeah. oh. with Mark. That was super cool. I still uh, think about that. That Mac. was Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was funny. Um, it, it was, was funny when um, it was funny during that after that conversation. Like a week later, one of my friends um, she wrote to me at Chick Up in Sydney, and she was like, "Oh my god, I just listened to the show you did with Tommy Sierra. It's so good." Um, He's me so and, hot. Me and, me and the girls. <laughs> me and the girls are all going to buy DMT. Where uh, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if... Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if we, we advocated for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We Definitely. Made, yeah. And uh, she she literally got all her mates and they went out and fucking bought DMT and had a, yeah. had a DMT experience. But Are they better people for it? Um, Probably. Yeah. I don't They're know. all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gone to the forest. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, microdosing. I remember reading a, um, an article about microdosing from like Silicon Valley. Yeah. Apparently it's like Silicon Valley's newest trend. It's massive. Yeah. It has been for years, you know, like... You've read? Did you read Elon Musk's book? I'm reading it now. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, he came up with the ideas for Solar City and Tesla out at Burning Man, which is like I haven't got to that part. Yeah, it's super cool, really? you know. And that's a festival sort of based on psychedelics. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, Steve 100%. Jobs was huge on it. You yeah, know? Froth um, on shrooms. Graham yeah. Hancock, massive um, advocate for it. Um, the dude who discovered the um, double helix, Francis Crick. Yep. He was on LSD when he discovered the the, the uh, DNA double helix. Yep. Actually, I did hear that yeah. recently somewhere. Yep. See, what does but, that tell you? So, what is I mean, what is there are only a few examples, but yeah. Like, what do you? Because um, I remember reading an article about it in um, about in Silicon Valley, and it was like for, for like high functioning CEOs, and they were taking obviously, like you say, microdosing. So it was before hallucinogenic stages, but it increased yeah. their creativity. And like, if they were at a roadblock with a with a, des, a designer or whatever entrepreneurial fucking thing. Then they would have a they would microdose on LSD or whatever, and it would open up there yeah, or, or, or mushrooms. What have you been doing? Um, just trying to sort of relax a lot. Um, like I have ADHD. Um, I got diagnosed sometime last year, but it was like when I finally got went and saw someone about it. The issues that the the, the, the things I suffer from were like becoming an issue in my life. Yeah, right. and yep. it was just getting worse and worse. And everyone knew it. I knew it. And everyone's like, "Oh, could have told you that twenty years yeah, ago." I and, I like, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I knew that too." Yeah. But well, you weren't normal when you started boning that dog. Hey guys, this normal? The sugar in these cookies is ridiculous. Like, I uh, have you been microdosing on yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Microdosing on chocolate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I've just injected cookies. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but like, isn't it? Isn't ADHD? I just think of it as like a, a thing that kids have, and then they. I agree with this. And then once they grow up, they just become like outgoing humans. Well, they stop but being fruitless. What, what, yeah, no, like what this, do you have that fucks uh, you over being ADHD? Just focus. Like oh, yeah. my memory is absolutely terrible. My focus. Um, 
my attention to detail on anything, my levels of commitment, like starting something and starting too many things and then just forgetting about something else. Yeah. Um, Classic. Which was... Sound like a bloke. Oh, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but, but yeah. Far, you know, like really, really bad. Like yeah, it was a shit bloke. Making a, a, negative, yeah. a negative impact on your life. Yeah, that's yeah right. big time. Yeah. And then to talk to someone and get medicated was really good. Like, and I am medicated oh, right. now, which is awesome for it. Wow. So what do you do? Um, what, do you, what do you do? What, what I take of? dexamphetamine, which Fuck helps yeah. my focus and everything. Really? Um, helps my memory. But I've actually... Since getting medicated, I've sort of started researching mm. uh, alternate ways to sort of kill myself, which I've been doing. I've changed my diet. I meditate twice a day. Sick. I'm awesome, actually man. started awesome. a speed reading and memory mnemonics course online, wow, really? which I'm only two weeks into, and that has changed everything. Yes. Really? Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I, c- I can't recommend it enough. Fuck. It's so good. Man, just the things I'm learning through. That is so cool. send that to I will, me. I will, I will. Because I've wanted to be able to read faster. I want yeah. to go yeah, ahead. Same, and dude. my memory's always cooked and I've <laughs> oh, always dude. wanted to I've always Comprehension, wanted to be able to, like reading yeah. like a page and yeah. just going... I just thought about what I'm eating for dinner that whole page, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and you can what hear the, you can hear the words in your head. You're, yeah. you, you're reading it, yeah. but you are just thinking about something else. Yeah, you're yeah. Another world. And it, it stops that. Like really? it's man, it's super inter- interesting. The thing is like, I'm sort of getting a little older and trying to use my time more wisely. And I love to read, mm-hmm. but I realized like my comprehension sucks and I'm slower at reading than I thought. And I was like, there's all these topics I want to research and things yeah, I want yeah. to get into, Same. but I suck at learning. So yeah. I was like, I got to start from the start. You know, like I've yeah. got all these books sitting at home ready to read, but yeah. I was like, I started reading a few of them and then went, man, I don't even know what I'm reading. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I've taken it back to learning how to speed read and learning to comprehend everything. Yeah, I did a it. diagnostic test of the first week and I was reading a hundred and 40 words per minute. Yep. Which I thought was kind of okay, but grade turns one, out grade, is grade one level. Turns yeah. out is yeah. shit, yeah. <laughs> and right. Comprehension was like 43%. Wow. So, right, so the amount of information sucks. that you take, do you say you read a chapter or a page? No, the, you, it gives you a paragraph and then oh, you yeah. do some maths and, and you do, figure you, it out. You, oh, you, you have a test the, as well. Answer the questions the scores, of what, yeah. you just, what you just read. Yeah. And then I what about. It it's super cool. What about, um, and then what about, have you done another diagnostic? No, not yet. Oh. So I'm, I'm now, I'm learning all the techniques now. I've learned about chunking and starting to learn all these mnemonic techniques for memory mm, and stuff like chunking? that. What's chunking? It's like a way of looking at information instead of like looking at numbers, like you know how your bank card is in chunks? Yep. The way the mind works is to retain more information or to remember it into your short-term memory. It puts it into chunks automatically. That's yes. why those why your cards and your phone numbers have chunks. Mm. Uh, right. So they do it for you. So there's my, mm. so for my learning- phone number, there's my 0404 chunk. Yeah. My yeah. Because if, if, yeah, exactly. if someone, if I look at my phone number, my phone number is 0404 Yeah. how everyone does it. Yeah. And if I, if I look at my phone number, 04044. Yeah, exactly. It's all about Fuck learning. It's oh, all about learning how to learn, and it's all <laughs> about looking at learning in a different perspective. Yeah. And now, yeah. like, I've started sort of watching all these dudes on YouTube and everything, and all the memory champs of the world like started off with learning disorders. The guy that wrote the course I'm doing had ADD. Really, like the best memory champ, I think, he's, or one of the guys. His name's Jim Quick. He had a brain injury when oh, he's so a I'm kid. A, I'm, um, I'm for this reason. I'm, I'm, um, 
on his mailing list. I get his emails. Jim oh, really? Quick. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He had a memory thing, and I he's was got like, a podcast. Get his little podcast. Yeah, right. It's only wow. like twenty minutes, and they're rad. Really, heaps of cool tricks, you know, and it's. Tricks that like you can put like so the things I've learned already is like how to remember everyone's name. So like yeah. now I like I, I am terrible. Yeah. Now it's like I met two dudes earlier skydiving and I know their names and faces because I know how to now picture wow. their na- picture their face to their name. Oh, it's all visual stuff, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The biggest thing is visual. Now I'm like that's how I remember people's names. Oh wow! I See, lists are good. Yeah, lists are great. Them, yeah, I write them down and then I give them like a blurb. Yeah, you know, like John American from Sydney. Yeah, um, Renee Pam look alike. Yeah. Like, and these things, yeah, and, I, def- and, I, and once I look at it once or twice, and I'll, I'll say the name again, and then I won't have to refer to this. Yeah, but like maybe. What is uh, it for all the listeners at home? Uh, yeah, sorry, fuck. It's a it's a list of people. I write down people's names and something about them when I meet them. Yeah, because I just think. What app are you using there? That's just notes on my have phone. You ever, do you know what Evernote is? Yeah, yeah, Evernote. Evernote's good. I don't. I just don't use it. I sh- probably could use it for a yeah, bunch of different stuff. But I've only just got into it recently. It's good. But, but all of the like the best learners in the world and smartest people in the world, like the uh, what's that word I'm looking for? The you know those really smart dudes, geniuses, the, uh, the Saiyans or something, or the 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 Vans. Uh, I know, the, I know the word yeah. you're, you're, look, you're looking know. for. I'm a hi. My name is uh, and I'm a um, Saiyan. It's like Super Saiyan or something <laughs> fucking weird. Like I'm yeah, a it's, no idea what you're trying to say. I know, I know the word you think Savant. of. Savant. Oh, Savant. 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 Yes. Oh, yes. Hey man, I'm a Super Saiyan. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Savant. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, Savant. Yeah. All of the Savants say that they. Yeah, I know. I fucked it. But they all remember things with like colors and swirls mm. and lines and things. Smell. I was listening to a podcast and there was a dude that was in a memory competition. And he said he went into the competition really what's hungry. Five, what's five plus? No, five he, plus five. Listen to this. He said he went into the... Smells like ten. One crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. He oh, said... yes. So this dude was in the competition and he went in hungry. Mm. And he said that he got distracted during a competition because the numbers smelt too tasty. <laughs> and they distracted him. And it's like, that's something I've just God, broken God, into. Man, I was watching a lecture last night. And that was one of the things that said, like, they've started talking about visual aspects to learning. And it's like now they're starting to talk about smell. And I'm like, that's weird. So if I try and remember Bill yeah. Kerr's name, I'm probably going to think of a real smelly fart that he yeah, wants to right, yeah. like, but you right, guys, Bill sh- smells like shit. But yeah. <laughs> well, sure, I'm sure you've had that where, like, I mean, you'll smell something and it will take you back to some oh, memory that you can't definitely. remember. Definitely. Yeah. Or something that you'll be like, nah, oh, for sure. what the fuck? It takes you back yeah. to a point in time in your life yeah. where you're just like, oh my God, I'm 14 again and yeah. that smell. Yeah, you definitely get and that. And you remember, sure. like, the sounds, like, what? well, for me, yeah. like, I remember what music I was listening to, mm. where, like, whether I was into skating or snowboarding. Yeah. I remember everything about it from that smell. Yes. And the smell must have been, like, so significant because everything I look at or understand, from the world I believe it's like we've evolved this way through evolution obviously yeah. so it's like there's a reason why we our brain is like remembered this, this smell it must have been some significant moment back in our lives that it's held on to thinking that it's going to help us survive oh for sure you like know? say when a plant was coming into bloom in the jungle you know like you'd know what time of the year it is when that you get that scent what's yeah. flowering you probably know what's eating it you yep. probably know whether it's poisonous mm. or not yep. you know like yep. all these 100%. things to keep us alive yeah just for keep sure. us alive yeah but I wanted to hit back on what um, Bill sort of probed with before, was, which was the uh, dabbling with the mushrooms and stuff. Like yep. when, we, when we spoke um, last time, I was really, really eager to pick your brain because I still had a bit of that anxiety 
with my mushrooms yeah. experience. And let me tell you, that's all gone now. And I recently um, did edible. You've been doing lots of mushrooms? Just been you? hammering heroin. <laughs> like, just in a uh, good way, though. Man, can I be honest? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was so close to microdosing before coming here. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was we like. Should we should do it. I was we should do it. We, we can definitely do that. I mean, I've got a freezer full of the fucking. So. Yeah. I'm definitely going to yeah, do that, to be man. honest with you. It's awesome, yeah. But, can, um, can I clarify, though? Like, with the microdosing, people think taking mushrooms, it's like you're going to sit in the corner and shake and scream and see shit. It's not like that at all. You don't. Don't even get like that you just feel happy and you feel warm and fuzzy and your body relaxes and your brain relaxes and your nerve endings tickle and yeah. all the senses in your body are alive a little bit but it's not so to the point listen? where you're like i have to be alone you're totally normal you're just wow. like i'm just a little bit i'm just having inebriated. a great time. yeah yeah just having a really good <laughs> so time. You just had a couple about, of bits yeah yeah <laughs> what about um, without the hangover yeah. yeah what about um like for people, because everyone, most of the people that listen to this podcast are probably going to think that sounds pretty whack, what you just said, like pretty crazy, pretty out there. Yeah. You know? What are the, like, um, I don't even know with, with what, are the benefits? My, my, what are the negative aspects like, because with mushrooms, is there, what are the negative aspects with what mushrooms? I'd say, yeah. yeah, no, psilocybin, I mean, yeah, if you take too much of anything, it's a poison, yeah, you know, yeah, like if course. you drink too much water, it'll kill yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what was your question again? The, what are the negative like uh, aspects? If you're only microdosing, is it like, is it just super safe or like, is it? Yeah, pretty- definitely. You've got to experiment. You can't just go buy mushrooms or go pick them and just eat a handful and go. Was that a microdose? Yeah. Like, you have to start from yeah. the start. Yeah. Get some scales Obviously. and weigh it up and go. All right, I just had 0.1 of a gram. That didn't do much. Okay, 0.2, 0.3, or whatever, and figure oh, out yeah, your yeah. figure out your epic, your perfect dose for yourself to be able to go. Cool. All right, I had that much and I could do all of this. And okay, let's go two steps forward and go. Okay, now. I know my limits on that. Tripping and a little bit too much. Yeah, to do exactly. This this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you, now. <laughs> you know your way through it, but I would definitely say, like, if you've got a history of mental illness, uh, like mental issues, like in your family or in your in your past, maybe don't do it on like if you've been born with those. But if it's like depression and things like that, man, I would. Yeah, I anxiety. Would for sh- yeah, anxiety. I would say go for it for sure. Like they're treating people with yep. depression, like they. Treating them with mushrooms now. Yeah, so, PTSD. Uh, yeah, PTSD is, mm. is huge for it. And, it's, and that's, um, that's pretty much why I've been microdosing. Mm. Is been, it's been like a little bit of, um, a bit of, not depression, but it's just been like a medicinal purpose for yeah, me. Like, so, for sure. I find myself like in the city and you get so wound up and you walk around and like you look at everyone in the eye and you're like, what's he looking at? What's that person looking at? Yeah. And then like I'll have mushrooms, like I had them last Friday I think like I do them once every couple of weeks like yep. just at home by myself on a Friday yep and like microdose or just mushies mush- like a just had a, a microdose I just yeah. had one and did some creative like editing like skydiving footage Sick. on my computer and cool. had the best night ever <laughs> it was yeah. so much fun and uh, and then it just wears off after four hours and you go to bed and you wake up the next day and, and you're absolutely fine but it's like it's cleans the, your, the slate in your in your brain you know yeah. like the next five days or the next week I'm just like in my bubble I'm so happy I'm so focused on myself and I'm so connected with my emotions and wow you know the like the I'm not going to say universe because I don't want it to sound too woo woo but you feel mm-hmm. very connected to everything yeah. around you and in touch and you can put a lot of things into perspective um which for me is like you know, you get caught up in looking at your phone and too many other things and oh, you just need yeah. that reset. And, and I find it's, it's such a, a huge reset. Like it mm. literally, it's just a reset button. Yeah. It's just boom, done, reset. Okay, wake up the next day and I'm, a, I'm, I'm just so much better off. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Um, it's fascinating. The, um, we, have a, we have a podcast lined up with this, uh, this woman, uh, Jessica Nielsen. She works for MAPS. Yeah. You know, the, I don't even know what that acronym stands for. M something, A something, um, 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 psychedelic 
studies or whatever. Yeah, right. It's, it, Maps is Maps is one of the organisations that uh, maybe the lead organisation in the world that are doing all the studies on um, psilocybin for anxiety, depression, ayahuasca for anxiety, depression, yeah, P- yeah, yeah. Um, PTSD with with psilocybin st- stuff like that. Cool. Um, so. Because I've been like looking. That's why I started. Uh, I wanted to do ayahuasca. Yeah. Way back, I still do, but I don't feel like I need to do it right now anymore. No. I'm not really. I don't really have it'll, anxiety going it'll on. It'll come. It, it's one of those things. It'll present itself when you're ready to do it. When it needs yeah, to happen. If you chase right. it out, it's going to be the wrong circumstance. That's right. And I, I felt like I needed it when I was really going through the rough time. Now I feel like I want to do it, and any time I get the chance, I will. But I'm not screaming to do it right now. Yeah, for but, sure. But I was looking right into like. Um, anxiety and depression with ayahuasca and i actually didn't realize that when people say um in particular with and i I wish that at at some point i would have done ayahuasca so i can converse even when you were going through the worst of it no no just i've never done it either i just mean like the conversations that i keep having talking about ayahuasca when i haven't done it that's all you know but but i looked into the ayahuasca uh, in particular and it was um it was most of the anxiety studies that have been done were funded with the anxiety of fear of death. Yeah. And oh, that's right. Exactly. We spoke about that last and, time. Yeah, we had yeah. That. yeah. And it's like the fear of yeah. death, the, fe- the anxiety from fear of death with ayahuasca, it's like a 98% um, treatment rate. Really? Or, or, yeah. yeah. Because, and the reason is because everyone that goes and does ayahuasca, um, have you done ayahuasca? No. no, you haven't, have you? So everyone that goes and does ayahuasca, they have an ayahuasca experience and they come out and they go, it's all good. Yeah. I know that there's more. Yeah. I know that there's more and it's just here. I just can't see it when I'm in this state. Yeah, I can see sure. it yeah. when I'm in the, the, the other state. It's like, and, and oh, it, yes. it just gives away, it gives away the whole idea of like life is um, finite. Yeah. You know, like it's like, it's there's, over. there's yeah, nothing there. Yeah, yeah, there's another death, door that just gets open and, and they're like, oh, it's cool. I'm cool with whatever happens because I know that there's so much more out there. Yeah. Well, that's what Max said. Definitely. Like, uh, it, you know, he got even, that from DMT, yeah, yeah which he, I. Yeah, I yeah. get that from DMT. You get that exact same feeling from DMT. Well, Not exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what ayahuasca is yeah. apparently a DMT trip for a prolonged time. DMT yeah. only lasts for like 15 minutes, but yeah. ayahuasca lasts for a lot longer. DMT is so. the but psychoactive substance in ayahuasca. Yes, exactly. But yeah, it's just delivered way differently. Yeah, and doesn't exactly. it feel like, but even in that 15 minutes of how long it lasts for, you feel like it's just going on for, you, like, can't you have a breakthrough experience where you feel like a lot time is gone? Yeah, uh, like... Time in this dimension. In this, in this dimension, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a different dimension. It feels like you're, yeah, it's same, same, but different. It's, yeah, I can't really explain it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can, you could come out and be like, you know, it feels like you've been gone for a long time. Well, I just did like, I but just yeah, did no. um, edible weed again um, recently. I hadn't, and like, I had so much of it um, that I started hallucinating <laughs> like a, a shit ton. Yeah, and, apparently um, that, that stuff's uh, fucking hectic, oh, man. It was exactly like shrooms. It was exactly really? like shrooms. I mean, it was just, it was so fucked. And I, I felt like my whole trip was on a time loop. So like, yeah. I'd have like, Five minutes, and then I'd be like, "Come back in." And I'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck? That's right. Like, I'm, I'm Tom. Like, I'm, I'm just hallucinating." Yeah. And then I'd go back, and I'd be like, "Time would go," and then I'd come back, and just be like, in ways. I was just could not that sounds handle horrible. it. Yeah, it was insane. I could not handle yeah. it. And, but like, I'm clearly in a much better position mentally in my life now than when I did shrooms, you know, five yeah. six years ago because I hated it back then. It caused yeah. me a shit ton of anxiety. But yeah. now doing edibles, because uh, like you, you can't just wash your face and just be like, oh yeah, you know, like it just wash my face and I'm, yeah. I'm back to it. Like it's in your head, and you're like, oh, 
I've got to cop this for however long it's it lasts. It's gone deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was hallucinating so much. Yeah. And I, I never thought I'd hallucinate of weight, but uh, yeah, wow. oh, that's heavy. Bit, yeah. I, I can believe that because the first time I ever got stoned, Yeah, I, I don't know if you were there. I think it was me and Isaac <laughs> like, the first time. The first time I got stoned was with you. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>, At <laughs> a house party. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I ever got stoned, I think it was with, just with Isaac in, in Isaac's shed. One of my mates, Isaac, right? Yeah. We, we, we made, this, uh, made this bong and we smoked it. We were like 15. And Isaac... Did you get the old garden hose? The old, the yeah, old garden yeah, hose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottle. Uh, the we buried, we buried that at my old family house when we moved out. <laughs> With my mum. Yes. Um, anyway, I remember so distinctly, I remember I had like a bong, two bongs, whatever. And Isaac had a couple. And then Isaac, we were so young, like yeah, so exactly. fresh, whatever. Yeah. And Isaac started throwing up. Yeah. Like he was so stoned. He just started vomiting and <laughs> yeah. vomiting and vomiting. And yeah. it must have just been like a normal, regular patch of vomit. It, to me, it looked like, a, like an extra, 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 extra large pizza. It was like a, it's like a table. Wow. And I was oh, looking no. at it like it was a pizza. Oh, and no. Isaac kept saying, help me clean it up. And he looked like, he looked like Donkey Kong. I can see like, that. So I can like definitely Donkey see that. Making this Did pizza. he throw a barrel at you? He's sitting over there, <laughs> yeah. sitting over there going, help yeah. me, help me. And it looks like Donkey Kong making a massive yeah. pizza. Yeah. And I'm just going, oh my god, this is the best. Um, so you, I can, did you edit? So, yeah. so, so halluc- uh, hallucinogenic, or yeah. hallucinatory, like that experience. And never really since then, you know, you get stoned as hell and like something, yeah. something will happen. But I, I 100%, yeah. 100% was tr- like you were hallucinating. hallucinating hard. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was it's fucked. I, I never thought we could do that. I thought yeah. it'd just get really, really high. Yeah. But I just hit this point where I was like, I literally am saying things right now. Yeah. Like, wow. This is just weird. I couldn't make sense of time either. Like, it was just great. That's <laughs> you know? crazy. But I really am fascinated about like, psychedelics from a from a medicinal perspective but yeah. also from a very spiritual perspective for sure um, like when you reached out to me after I did that episode with um, David Matheson yeah well, like, awesome that was, that was a great podcast I yeah. really enjoyed that I really like that guy yeah he's fascinating he's isn't super, he I've listened to a few podcasts uh, that he's been on and um mm. Yeah, there's so much information there. Oh, but he Super like cool. I just want to keep picking his brain because yeah. I mean that that sort of he he must have sort of experimented with this sort of stuff like oh, 100%. you know that stuff All with of the, those guys would have yeah like with the sure. stars and, and what Graham Hancock always talks yeah. about like do you do you feel have you they all call call it shamanistic experiences yeah. that's their yeah. term for getting high exactly <laughs> <laughs> to put it in a nice way but yeah they all talk about it like yeah. constantly well have you ever meditated. Um, uh, on shrooms no, I've done things. the Wim Hof method oh, which yeah? I definitely would think is meditation like yeah. I do that every day and yep. um, I've done it on mushrooms and it was epic because yeah. like you actually when you practice the Wim Hof method enough um you it's like you release DMT like I've yeah. seen I get colors I get crazy like man I go deep yes. in that breathing technique and yes. doing it on mushrooms was legit <laughs> next level I remember yeah, it was um, so cool when we I'm did getting the, chills thinking about how cool that yeah. was when we did the, um, we did the evening with Wim Hof the, the night before we interviewed him I yeah. went with Sarah to the evening with yeah. Wim Hof thing I yeah. went with Ezra too we were talking about earlier Ezra yeah. from, oh, from, no from the Belkava yeah. and, um, and Sarah so it was like it was three different people had three different experiences doing, uh, so we did like five ten minutes of like Wim Hof breathing or whatever and there was Ezra I was in the middle Ezra was on my right Sarah was on my left <laughs> I look over at Ezra and Ezra's just one of those guys that like I'm not that spiritual whatever like you know but I was willing to buy into it I felt like Ezra wasn't really willing it, to buy into it Ezra's when he was like, like the, the door the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, so I look on my right I'm like Ez how'd you go he sits up he goes nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. absolutely nothing nice, I'm, I'm like in between I'm like yeah kind of felt like whatever I turn over and Siri goes 
Mate, he was he was crept up in this. I was cramping. I was crying. Tears were flowing down my face. But from what I've come to realize, like after that experience, it's the breathing technique. Because I've had sessions like I've sort of been touched in and out of it for a while. Now I've routinely do it pretty much every morning. Yeah. But it's like when I got back into it. I couldn't get there, you know? It was like, mm. man, why isn't it working? But it yeah. was my breathing technique. So mm. that's what I think Ez was probably not doing the correct breathing technique. Um, maybe you weren't doing it as good. Yeah, but- so what do you... What do you um because I never really kicked on and I should have because I meditate every day, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I've just never kicked on and really given the Wim Hof technique a real go. Um, I pretty much... Which I'm kind of disappointed with myself that I haven't because I should really try it. But like, what do you get from it? When you do it, like why do you do it every day? Everything, uh, it's a form of meditation, the way um, it trains your body to work when there's less oxygen so it, your body can still function in a super high stress environment mm-hmm. and you once you're doing it for a while, you notice it like a lot. So like when I'm skydiving and I'm probably get like a little bit of performance anxiety, I'm a lot calmer, yep. I'm a lot calmer in free fall. Um, when I'm doing CrossFit and stuff like that, like – I'm never out of breath anymore. Like yeah. for some reason, it's bizarre. Like I'll be gassed in a wad and my muscles aren't working, but I'm not like, yeah, <gasps> yeah. Just, I'm just, just like, I'm deep breathing, but I'm like, I'm so 100% there. Like, yeah, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's, it's changing I've a lot, get back man. On it. It's super, super good. Um, mm. All like also coupling that with the ice bath thing is fantastic. Like mm. I have cold showers every day and it's yeah. like, I don't feel the cold like nah. yeah. at all compared to what I used to. And I'm skin and bone. Like I probably have 2% body fat Yeah, and it's yeah. like I surf all winter. I really don't know if you're going to win the CrossFit Games this season. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, it's all good being ambitious, mate. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're really yeah. going to get I'm aiming high though. Oh, yeah. 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 If he did break his leg, then you know, he did yeah. say he was going. Yeah. So. You had nice thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But like everything from like your immune system as well, things mm. like that are – yeah, there's, there's heaps of different benefits. Like getting rid of inflammation. When I got the cast off yes. with my broken leg, I got right into the breathing. And um, and I think that treat with the ice bath, like I was kind of worried when I got the cast off and I was like, man, like I've done some damage. Like I could have really fucked this up. I was really upset with myself. And that's why I got turbo like into my rehabilitation and got crazy yeah. with it. And I was breathing every like day for a couple of hours and yeah. doing the ice treatment. And within like a week and a half, the all the swelling had disappeared. Shit, really? just That's gone, insane. man. It's like gone. And now I can like hold my breath for like three, three and a half minutes when I'm doing the method. And yep. I had a, like, I grew up with chain smoking parents that smoked in the living room and I've always been out of breath. Like yeah. yep. always out of fucking breath. And now it's like, you're on. Um, I'm not, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Has it been known to cure asthma? Things like that? Um, I don't know if you could say cure, but there's probably people that it's definitely helped a lot. Mm. Um, like lots of autoimmune diseases, it helps with a lot. Um, altitude sickness is a massive one. So oh. because you're training your body to survive and, and work in the high stress environment with bugger all oxygen, yeah. when you go like climbing in the mountains and things like that, people are being 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 able to do it super easy without oxygen. Like, exactly. Have, have you guys read the book, What Doesn't Kill Us? Or no. Scott Carney, but he's a dude that, he's a guy that went, uh, set out, he was a debunker. So he was debunking gurus and shamans oh, and shit like this. Mm-hmm. And he got onto Wim Hof. He debunked like eight people and was like, I'm going to debunk Wim Hof. And like now it turns out eight years later, he's a Wim Hof teacher. And really? he's wow. climbed, yeah. Like he's like all about it because That's it's actually classic, real. Man. Like they climbed Kilimanjaro in like, 32 hours and it's usually a six-day hike because yeah. you've got to 
You just I, keep going. You've got to acclimatise. I can't remember what it is where you've got to acclimatise to the oxygen. There's mm. another word for it. But oh, you have yeah. to stop every night at a certain point and let your body yeah. like get acclimatised to the less oxygen. Yes. They went. They just all the way up. Just fucking top to bottom. You know what I mean? Like, that is mental, They slept one night. Like They slept that first night and then they got up there like the, the second day. Is that last day. year, I think? No, I think it was... The book's been out for maybe a year or so, so it was before then. Okay. But there's another story in that book of a guy breaking his leg... And um, taking no pain medicine from when he got picked up by the ambulance or whatever, the paramedics, he refused it. He didn't have any, like he had nothing during the surgery. They they performed surgery and he was just breathing and breathing and breathing. And then he kept breathing for like two weeks, like obviously in periods. So he'd eat and sleep, but spending most of his waking hours breathing and his bone healed like in a fraction of the time that it did. He got (sighs) the stitches in after the surgery. They said, come back in like three weeks or something yep. and he was back there within like five days like saying can you take them out like they're ready to be taken out and they, they were out and they were like they couldn't figure out how it happened that's and actually next level just, it is next level but I think it's also um, a lot of that is that's a lot insane. of the Wim Hof method is unlocking your willpower you know like yes. that's the main like people th- think that the Wim Hof is all about breathing and then how long you can stay in the ice and everyone's really competitive about that but it's mm-hmm. not like the fundamental thing that he's teaching is love yeah, and totally. you know like Unlocking totally. the secrets of our physiology, yeah. like believing in ourselves, you know, and that's well, the, other the thing is, that's the true. Yeah, that's right. And the other thing is, even if the whole Wim Hof method, for example, and I, there, to to some degree, there's got to be some part of this I would imagine. But even if the whole Wim Hof thing is a placebo, mm. placebos work. It still works exactly. Placebos exactly. So yep. placebos work one hundred percent, and yep. the body, not just the mind, the body responds to placebo. Absolutely. So, for so sure. like that thing with your with your healing of your leg. If you're like every day, if it's not Wim Hof, but if every day some fucking crazy witch doctor comes up and goes, mm-hmm. um, tap yourself on the head three times, poke yourself in the fucking eye, and fucking take yourself off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do this every day for five days and go back, and your leg will be healed. Yeah. If you believe it, you do it. it. If it makes you feel feel better yeah. then do it exactly you're probably you know going to be in the same position as the Wim Hof dude maybe to, to maybe not maybe there is obviously physio, physio, physiological changes with the Wim Hof method mm-hmm. with your body but also just with the uh, placebo effect like, it's going to kill you gotta, if you've got a placebo that works who gives a fuck it works yeah, exactly, to a degree. as long as you feel better about it you know yeah. like that's the main thing yeah yeah absolutely so what other aspects is there any other aspects of life you've noticed the Wim Hof sort of benefiting or um, yeah, when I first started, like when you go through the breathing retention, um, like drills, I was struggling a lot and I was getting quite like stuck in the fight, flight, fight or flight mode. And I was like, I couldn't figure out, you know, I was trying to time myself with breathing and I was, yeah. for- and I was forgetting things and I was having a hard time trying to sort of keep my thoughts, um, like at bay, like not going crazy. Yep. And now I'm like through the whole method, like through my five rounds that I do, my 45 minute sessions or whatever, like I'm so coherent the whole time, you know, like really, yeah, it's really, I've got like it, it's, it's weird to say, but like your body does really get used to that yeah. stress level and it, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's fantastic. It's but really so, cool. So stress level isn't so, cause, cause I remember when I did it, it was just the, the rounds of breathing and breathing in more and breathing in more. And like, so you breathe in more oxygen, but you just blow it out just a little less every time. You don't blow you out. Hold. Yeah. You, yeah. you just let it go. Yeah. And that, um, that letting go and then putting more oxygen into your body. I think your body stores 20% of that oxygen each breath. So you're forcing more oxygen in. Yeah. And then when you do the breath retention, 
um, do you ex- expel CO2? Mm. Is it? So then the... Yes. 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 So, um, so the oxygen is able to penetrate further into your body, into um, your blood, into your cells and things like okay. that. And you can feel it like when you're breathing and you reach the point of saturation, yep. like you can feel like it's weird, but you can feel it in your feet and your toes. Everything feels lighter and... You That's can, a tingle. Your, yeah, your senses are all heightened and yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool. And so do you feel, like, is, it, is there an ability for you to sort of... So if I was to do this, I'd be like... And then... That would be, I'd get that tingle feeling, but then it would go away. Yeah. But is it the more that you do the Wim Hof method, the more like chronically you maintain that tingle? No. Or is uh, it like, yeah, definitely. Like yeah. you learn that through the breathing. So experimenting yeah. through the breathing technique. So um, you're probably breathing really good at the start, but then once you got the tingling, you probably didn't know, but your breathing might've changed your yeah. rhythm and it didn't like, work as well. And at first I couldn't figure that out either. And that was yeah. what I was saying earlier where I was kind of struggling to figure out what I was doing. Mm. But now it's like, I'm in so much control while I'm doing it. I can feel the saturation. I can slow my breathing rate down. I can hold a little bit longer at the top or mm. before the exhale. And then when I go for my like breathe in, breathe out, and then my retention, like I just kick back with some music on and it's just like, you just don't need to breathe. It's the weirdest feeling. And like you, you dive into like your mind and you sort of let the brain release whatever chemicals it's releasing at yeah. the time. And you're listening to some really weird out there music yeah, that yeah. you probably never tell anyone that you listen yeah. to. And then you look Strawberry at Strawberry Kisses, Nikki Webster. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at your clock and you've been holding your breath for three minutes and you're yeah. just like, wow, like I couldn't hold my breath for 30 seconds yeah. before that, you know? Exactly. So, it makes um, me just want to meditate. You know, yeah, honestly, well, that's just exactly get it. really myself. It's definitely, um, it's def- for me, it's definitely like a form of meditation. Mm. I do normal, like uh, normal meditation before bed at night to mm. relax my mind. But in the morning, it's such an energizing thing. It like, you know, it just like I can't do the Wim Hof before bed because yeah. like I can't sleep. Like exactly. my energy levels are just like boosting through the roof. Like I'm full of endorphins and just feeling so good in the morning. So it's one of the ways I start my morning, you know, it's so, get your metabolism going yeah. and you're just like, oh, good to go. Yeah, you know. So what about ADHD, like bringing back ADHD to the to the topic of discussion? I, I feel like there's a lot of misdiagnosis with it. Oh, I feel like a lot sure. of kids, a lot of boys that get diagnosed with ADHD are just like kids that don't have a lot of energy. They don't know how to filter it. They eat fucking Fruit Loops or like totally. Nutri-Grain every morning for breakfast. So for they're hyped sure. up on chocolate, sugar. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Me, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was more cocaine. But anyway, oh, you know, you spoke about that now. But like, you're, so there is like a genuine illness which is ADHD and how do they how, how do you sort of like filter the the misdiagnosis from the diagnosis like can you see people that are just um energy heads that yeah. are eating the wrong diet and then can you see people that like literally need help yeah definitely like I think I'm genuinely one of those people that really needed help like yeah. when I went in to see uh the doctor they gave me a quiz to fill in and it was like from one to five, do you suffer from this, 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 and this? And I ticked five being the like how much you suffer from it. And I was like five on everything. But then on one of them, I went back to a four because I didn't want him to think like yeah, yeah, that yeah. I was fucking with him. And he's like, have you been honest here? And I was like, nah, like that four should be a five. And then he's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, oh, okay. And I actually got a referral from my doctor to see, I think it's a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I can't remember which guy it was. Yeah. Um, but the girls in the hospital, I mean, the girl, the, my doctors were like, yeah, we were actually thinking like we were going to book you in for an appointment because, you know, 
you come in, you don't have Medicare card, you forget your wallet every time, you leave yeah. your keys here every time you're here, you're running at like a million miles an hour. You don't like, wear any pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a pants on, man. Yeah, and then on the other side of it, you could like, I know people that sort of party a bit and exactly. they take it for a different reason, but... Um, I don't get that. Like, like I've given Dexies to my friends and they're like, well, I'm cooked. Like, I'm partying. (laughs) And it's like, I eat too and I'm just like, nothing changes towards my energy levels. It's just my thought process is where it changes. I go from having my brain just firing total shit at my mind yeah. constantly all day to being able to file that shit into a priority <laughs> list of, okay, I need to do that and I should do that before that and I can focus here <laughs> and stuff. But it's a band-aid. Yeah. Like, I, can, I take my Dexies and, and three hours later, like I can feel it in my mind like I'm good and I'm doing my work. And then all of a sudden I start thinking about crap and I'm like, look at my watch and all the time and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, it's time to go again, you know? Whereas yeah. like, I'm trying to do all these other methods like Wim Hof meditation, my diet, um, trying to train my brain so that like I can cure myself. Yeah, you're, yeah like, you it's, cure it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that's just putting a Band-Aid over yep, it. Totally. Whereas there's definitely ways if you put more time and effort into it where you yep. can cure yourself for sure. Yep. And that's one of those things, you know, like it's so easy for them to just write a script to you. Oh, and totally. I pay money to Big Pharma and mm. whoever owns that company just yeah. cashes in. and It's commission-based as well. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So. Uh, I think we're going to use that quote that you said before, my brain firing shit out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, was so good. Totally. I love it. I didn't know this we had a brain animal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> I didn't know I, yeah, I didn't know your brain or mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff, isn't it? Classic. So do you get any anxiety to arrive at ADHD? Like, is it, does it cause uh, that sort of stuff? Or? I'm not an anxious in some ways, I guess I am. I get performance anxiety from like sport and jumping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I work myself up. That's just me working it up. I don't think that the ADHD would make it worse. I'm not too sure. It's hard to sort of say. I don't get it any more or less if I'm medicated or if I'm not medicated. Yeah, know? okay. But I'm yep. sort of dealing with those types of anxieties through different ways. Do you guys, like, are you guys familiar with nootropics at all? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not so too. I take, I, yeah. I'm all about nootropics like, now. Like, um... Uh, like bulletproof coffee, okay. Basically That's basically is, 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 is yeah. MCT with MCT oil and stuff. Is the ketogenic having your brain run on ketones? However, you've done it is kind of like forcing. You've probably done it through some sort of nootropic practice. It's okay. basically brain. It's basically supplements for your brain. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, it's brain. like carbs for your brain. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yep. but there's all different types. On of, it is it? On it is yeah. nootropics. Oh, nootropics yes, 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 yes. But yeah. there's like all right, okay, I'm with you. There's all these other different chemicals like alpha GCP and stuff like that, and um, all these chemicals out there that you can take that are all natural mm-hmm. that promote memory function. You know, like, that's why I started taking. Um, I didn't start start taking brain octane from on it. On it, brain octane. No, it was mm-hmm. a brain octane from. Bulletproof coffee, one of the two, and it was because when I started this podcast, I couldn't. I was nervous and like a little bit anxious about the fact that I never remembered shit. Yeah, I used to totally. And I, now I couldn't give a fuck if I never remember anything. It's fine. Yeah. I, I feel fine to have a conversation regardless. But when I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be doing a podcast, whatever, I started really questioning my mind and my ability to re- recall things because I literally feel like you, or I just have no fucking ability to do yeah, so. Totally. And then, yeah. So I started with nootropics and then I wasn't really feel like I was getting anything out of it and then I started which was cool you probably I, weren't taking the right ones yeah and I also didn't really care I started the, it was mainly a podcast induced kind of thing that I was worried about yeah but then I got to the point where I hadn't been using nootropics but when we're going back to the point about reading books and trying to concentrate and take more in your yeah. comprehension level 
I started taking notes on books that I wanted to remember shit. Yeah. I'm like, this is the only way I'm going to be able to retain mm. this information is if I fucking study this book and put, yeah. take notes and you know, little um, highlight and then little um, tabs on each page with what I'm trying to what I'm trying to keep in my mind. Yeah. But nootropics is one of the things that I wanted to look into more. I just didn't really feel like I got. You know how when you pay for something or you're doing something, you want to feel like you can tell the difference. Yeah, for I don't sure. feel like I Definitely. could. Yeah, it's not like eating a pinger and you're cooked. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. It's that's a very... Point about exactly point, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that's, not like eating a pinger and you're cooked. Yeah, it's, it's, good. it's very subtle. I mean, I, I gave some to my girlfriend the other week. Pingers? No. <laughs> I walked into that. She's a dentist and she oh, spends shit. all day with kids and yeah. talking to people. And, and, and she, she struggles sometimes with her verbal fluidity and things like that. And I was like, try this new pet product. Like, it's amazing for verbal fluidity and uh, like just brain cognitive functioning and yeah. stuff like that. And um, she was like, oh, what is it going to make me this? It's going to be like that. And I'm like, no, it doesn't change like anything. It's just the best form of you that you can be. Yeah. You know? yeah, it just good. puts you at 80% to 100%. It doesn't change your consciousness like drugs do. You know, yeah. like, you know straight away when you've had drugs because it's, it's like, it's That's totally weird. Where you do not get that. You just. Yep. Things just work better, and you remember things yeah. like with the right nootropics. It's like anyway, having a good diet. Really it's me. like food. Yeah, it's exactly. Like you're optimizing your internal organs well, by the way they work by putting better food in. hundred yeah. percent. But these are food for the brain. The for organs sure. of the brain. Yeah, so that's I, I, right. I would exactly. Really get into this stuff. I Man, also it's, wanted, a, it's yeah. such an interesting topic. There's actually a podcast uh, that I listen to, which is it's called Cortex Something, and it's it's the nootropics podcast. Wow. And this guy just talks about he every single chemical out there what it does what it doesn't do um mm. it tells you how to sort of dose yourself and I do that and shit. yeah man i've learned so much from that podcast it's yeah. so interesting man it's really really good see that's the thing with me man like I, I i always like i get so excited about all these little things i want to do and i like set my life up and try to be more organized and then i do fuck all and it just <laughs> yeah. pisses me off Dude, like for sure but i also time management man like yeah, that's what it comes down thing to ever. like yeah but i also wanted to pick your brain because like i'm always late to things like i'm do i have adhd is my question I, always, oh, I would definitely say yeah. both of you yeah. suffer yeah. from it for sure. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It's not a negative thing in my life to the point where I would have to go and see a doctor about it. You know, I mean, yeah. like I've managed to like tr- hopefully build a business, like being on a podcast where like it's praised for me talking and saying things before I actually think about what I say. Yeah. So and like it's the one know, time you can really. It's the one time I can do it. For doing you that. can dribble. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm totally myself on this podcast, and I'm the most politically incorrect version of myself on the show. But like CrossFit helps as well because it filters all the energy that I have. Definitely. You know, you can sure. do things that sort of help a little bit. Yeah. But like I don't. That's probably why I wouldn't say I'm like severely there is an issue there yeah or i could just have a lot of energy not the one to do yeah, you definitely have a lot of energy but yeah <laughs> yeah you are a real genuine gimp mate yeah <laughs> the sugar the sugar the chocolate cookies help. probably don't help <laughs> yeah that's true uh, yeah do you find meditating is helps you yeah it does yeah it helps yeah. me so much yeah. man i don't know how i would function i don't know how i functioned for 21 years without meditating yeah. every day like it was just insane yeah I, I haven't meditated for the past Maybe five to six days. Yeah, right. I've really noticed it. Yeah, really for sure. noticed it. Yeah. Tell you so. what, I reckon I would love to go back in a time in a time uh, machine and and do on the topic of meditation. I always used to um, like now with my life of meditation and my ability to handle stress um, and performance anxiety so much better. And I never would have played AFL football no matter how much oh, meditation I did. Yeah. Right? No, no, no way. I just I played with guys that got drafted, mm-hmm. and I know how good they are. They, yeah, they, they yeah. were mental. Their, their mental makeup is different to mine. 
their mental makeup is they got true grit. Yeah, like, but they know yeah. where the football's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, above, yeah. above all, all other stuff, they, they know yeah. fuck about on a different in. level than us. Yeah, you know, for sure. so they're ready of the players. So yeah. I, I have no, I have no, no doubt that I wouldn't regard no matter how much uh, meditation could help me make it to the AFL. Yeah, but I used to play football. I used to when I would play local football, like, and this can be you know extrapolated out to any sort of exploit that you're doing that you're putting pressure on yourself. I used to put so much fucking pressure on myself. My week would be terrible. Yeah, exactly. I would fucking be miserable throughout the whole winter if I wasn't playing well. If I was playing well, I'd be my normal self. Yeah. But if I wasn't, I'd be so miserable. And I would go into games like with a fucking, my heart yeah. would be jacked. Oh, of course, I'd, for I'd be, sure. Yeah, and like, I don't feel like, I really genuinely don't feel like, I'm, well, I'm not playing sport anymore, so yeah. I don't really know. But if I, I feel like if I took the football field now, you know, I have no want to do that, but I Definitely feel like it better. would be a totally different oh, yeah. ball game. As a I mature really, age, like as a mature mind, as a person, mature mind, yeah, because, for sure. Because every sport is, I mean, there's ability, and then there's there's your mind, and your mind plays it's everything. Yeah, it's like, way sure. more than fifty percent. Put it that way. Yeah, man, it, it, sure. it trumps fucking any talent, yep. any fucking skill, any whatever. Yep. If you're mentally one hundred percent, and the other bloke is fifty percent, or the yep. other team, or the other whoever, then you're probably going to win because you're going to find a way, and you're going to fuck whatever. But yeah, that that's the one thing that I always think with because I've been able but to. That's life, though. You yeah, learn. Yeah, exactly. And 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 I'm applying meditation to my life, and it's making me better person in general. It's, it's no worries. I'm not playing sport at the moment, but yeah. I, it is something that I. Isn't your back cooked right now? Uh, my, no, my back's all right, mate. But anyway, good segue though. But speaking of which, damn thing. But um, no. Nah, so I just think it's really uh, interesting. Um, and I think like I think you were talking about performance anxiety with skydiving like there's everyone has performance anxiety oh, it'd yeah. be interesting to see yeah, like sure. in the future if because it's uncertainty yeah but imagine in the future if like professional sporting teams I could 100% see this happening professional sporting teams righto guys we've done our warm up we're out on the field we've done our kicks we've done all that we've come inside everyone sit down let's fucking let's breathe for 10 yeah. minutes and then let's go hit the field this yeah. is actually imagine that. yeah this is something that I think definitely gonna start taking off yeah I've got a friend that's a um, MMA fighter and he's lost his two last two fights and I actually want to start writing him a program yeah. that would be about meditation um, teaching him like ways to learn yeah. uh, how to study for other fighters better how to just deal with that the fact that yeah, I've lost two fights, mm. but so what? You Clean know, slate. like that's got nothing to do with this yep. next fight, you know? And I totally. think in a lot of sports like that, uh, you know, your mind just fucks you totally. Yeah. It's such a, such a fucker. Yeah. My, brother, sure. my brother's a better example than me because my brother, I genuinely 100% think if he wasn't the same makeup as me mentally and put too much pressure on himself mm. as a footballer, he would be playing AFL. Mm. He's so fucking talented. Yeah, right. Like he held the record for the vertical leap at Danny Nong Stingrays, you know, which is like high level stuff. Yeah. Like he... Um, how, High level. He was yeah. just, I like that. High Look, level, he, he High level jumping that. competition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, he was just good. Put it this yeah. way. He was yeah, just... Yeah. He was just all right, all right. Uh, he was just... Um, he was just little shit. <laughs> all right. He was good. Have another cookie, relax. mate. Yeah. Have another well, fucking cookie, oh, mate. Have another cookie. Have a beer. Have another beer. Yeah, I think... Anyway, yeah, I think it's um, pretty fascinating. It's funny that it hasn't already gotten to that point with like... I reckon maybe, that maybe it's too... It it's, it's still too woo-woo. Yeah, too taboo. Like people like meditating dickhead in fucking 10 years... People will be getting a brown though going, man, if it wasn't for the meditation, yeah. I swear to God, yep. man, that is going to happen. I, I tell yep. you, like the paradigm shift will be happening. For yeah. sure. And Absolutely. I think like, um, you know, like that whole wellness thing, which is like now a fucking billion dollar industry. Yeah. It's really taking off and people rag on it a lot, but it's like, 
They're the Making people, people better. Yeah, exactly. If it's helping you be better at what you want to be yeah. better at, do it. Mate, I had a dude. Get into it. I had a dude that two, two levels below on level three of the commons that um, they have uh, meditation class once a week. Yeah. And we're getting Minaj, the dude on, on the show. He's a really yeah. good guy. Minaj he's coming. Minaj Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be strange. That, that uh, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Minaj Fuck off. We, he, uh, he had a meditation class going on um, on a Monday or something like that. It was the first session and uh, 20 people, 25 people went down there. Um, Danae at the front desk was like, oh, we're having a meditation class. You want to go down? I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'll go down. Went down there and um, so he's like, okay, guys, so um, firstly, you know, I'm an blah, blah, blah. And basically his first question was, so who has a mindfulness practice in the room? Put your hand up if you have a mindfulness practice. And this joint here, obviously, it's very, everyone's like it's young life, entrepreneurs, man. like yeah. it's very forward thinking, very like, it feels like a Google vibe, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was the only person to put the hand up, and whether really? whether yeah, and whether I'm whether the other seventy five people in the commons just meditate and they don't want to go to a class, yeah. But they, in this twenty five, in the group of twenty five people, I was the only person to put my hand. I was fucking shocked. Mm. Wow. Anyway, so talking about how it's still woo woo and like people give it shit. So about two or three days later, I was in the kitchen, and this dude walks up to me, and we'd never met before. And, uh, Here we go. But he was in the he was in the bone chicka wall. Cue the music. But um, so he walked up and uh, he's a ripper bloke. I got to know him good, uh, well now. Uh-huh. But he walked up to me and um, <laughs> you're setting it up, mate. He walked up and he said, he goes, "Hey, man." He goes, He looked at me. He says, he says, he goes, "Hey, man." And he goes, "Been uh, meditating." Like with a laugh, you really? know, like t- uh, taking the yeah, piss, you know, yeah. we were both in the meditation class and I looked at him like not being a jerk at all. I looked at him and said, man, I've meditated every day for 80 months. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he looked at me like, I don't look like you a dude that would. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've got like a beard tattoos. Like for, I don't look, I'm a jock looking kind of dude. I don't know, like alternative looking. Kind of dumb. I, don't, I don't know what I look like, but I don't look like, <laughs> I don't look like the Dalai fucking Lama. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, like, no, you, know, no, you yeah. don't look like You're a not meditator. a stereotypical dude. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So, and he was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, it just makes my life better. It makes my, it yeah. makes work easier. It makes everything that I do, it makes it better. And he was like, really? And then started asking me questions. Anyway, that dude now meditates like loves yeah. it 100% yeah. that's epic 100%. that's awesome. super cool Danae, yeah, that's, the, that's really cool yeah yeah so it's, I mean yeah it's fucking great but that thing is like the first thing like we were there together you know we were there in the room together we wanted to go fucking see what it was about I knew what it was about but I wanted to do the class mm-hmm. and then it was still like the default of this dude this dude adult kind of grown up male fucking guy like his default to me looking at me was yeah, like sure. oh, the, the thing yeah. that I have to say to this dude is like how's that meditation shit yeah. you know like that was the first nah. thing and yeah. he might not have been thinking that yeah. but I think he felt like he had to say that's, yeah. that's, the, sure. that's the thing with test the waters maybe he went home and he's been meditating since he's like I'll yeah. just test the waters and see yeah. if this is socially acceptable yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly I'm loving it exactly but, but I'll tell you what it. man like how bizarre is it how it's not socially acceptable to just hang out with yourself mm. like meditation is literally just like it's not someone sitting like this going oh I'm one with the universe it's just like literally hanging out with yourself mm. and people are like oh it's fucking weird man like what are you doing it's like man I'm just being me yeah, just being exactly. me I don't need anything else you know I mean boredom is literally having a ton of things to do but not being able to put all of your attention to one task it's like Man, I'm so bored. It's like, oh, well, you could go for a run. You could sit in the park. You could talk shit with your mates. You could eat some food. Like, there's a billion things to mm. do here. And yet, like, you're bored. It's, like, mm. embarrassing. Like, mm. I look back on all the times I used to tell my parents that I was bored. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, like, I was dude. wasting time in my life. Oh, man. It's my embarrassing. Whole life. <laughs> yeah. It's I wasted 30 years. <laughs> dude, it, that's something I yeah. actually meditate on a lot. Like, yeah. I think about that a lot because... Uh, 
it really cuts me deep. Oh man, man. Like, it's oh insane. But like, it's good that we learn. Even even if I felt like there was someone who went through his whole life, and that the day before he died, yeah. he realised that you know. You could just be one with himself. Always better late than then never. Then that's okay. Yeah. It's always better late than never. But like, I mean, there's a lot of time there where I was just annoying people yeah. because I just <laughs> couldn't be with myself. For sure. And that sucks. You know? yeah. Self-awareness. Of, yeah. Oh, um, mate, it's the worst. Or people, when, you, when someone talks about meditation or you bring it up with someone, they're like, oh, nah, I tried that a few times, but I sucked at it. It's yeah. Like, what do you I mean? That's say. the game of the yeah, game. Yeah. Like, you suck at it. You like, that's why it. you do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, there's yeah, so no, many funny things like that. But it's the thing hilarious. is, people think, but people think, and I did as well because mum used to always tell me to meditate. Like people that have never been explained what meditation is and what and what it does. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they think spiritual. Yeah, they yeah. think you're sitting sure. there with your, with your with your legs crossed, yeah. and yeah. Your, your palms in there, and you're trying to have an out of body experience, looking down at yourself while you're on. Yeah, exactly. That's what people think. Yeah. And like when I was talking to the dude, and I. Talk to Danae. Danae at the front desk. She now on Budafire. You put me on a Budafire. Yeah. I put on Danae because uh, she was telling me she's stressed. Pain to death. Pain to yeah, death. That's right. And then, but like, she give us some mushrooms too. When yeah. you, I think she'd benefit from it. When, yeah. when you um, <laughs> when you explained like, or when people understand and explain what it is, like, it's concentrating on one thing, which is your breath. Just your breath. Trying to trying to concentrate on that thing rather than the other two hundred thousand yep. things yeah. that you concentrate at the same time. If you can concentrate on one thing, then that's effectively your mind being cleared. And people you get are like, better at it. well, that kind of makes sense. I'm like, well, of course it makes sense. I don't do it because I'm a fucking airy fairy. Yeah. I do it because yeah. it, it works. Yeah, exactly. I'm a very, it's I'm, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, for me, it's like if it didn't work, it's it's not. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like, I'm but a it's very, your choice whether you want to go down the spiritual realm or yeah, whether yeah. you just want to keep it mindful and just keep just being better at yeah. being attentive. And yeah, relax just to control your mind a little bit sometimes if I'm like racing at work or after work and I'm like not really achieving because my mind's just going too fast I'm like I'll be like fuck okay like I'll either go sit in the car for five minutes or I'll like if I'm at home I'll just sit down for five minutes and I'll just meditate for yeah. five fucking minutes yeah. and I'm a different person. Yeah, everything makes literally sense again. a different person. Like, it yeah. changes everything, you 100%. know? And it's like, yeah, oh, for sure, man, you, can, you, can't, you can't think about it and you can concentrate for like a second and you follow your breath for maybe a second, then a thought comes in and it's all about recognizing that thought and going, oh, let's dissolve that. Cool, back to yeah. the breath. And it's yeah. like each time you do that, it gets longer and the period gets longer yeah. and then you get better at it mm-hmm. and then you're really meditating, mm-hmm. you know? How's the one where people are like, oh, yeah, I don't have time? It's like you don't have five minutes. Mm. Like five minutes is literally a different Tommy Sierra. Yeah, it's just like God, just, man, I've got a lot on. I've got mm. a heap on. Yeah. It's like, well, how? What you spent three and a half hours drinking piss watching TV last night? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't you tell me you don't have five minutes. Oh yeah. man, you know? sometimes it's just a couple of deep breaths. You know, like during yeah. the day, I will literally just be like, a couple of deep belly breaths, mm. just yeah. slow it all down, just relax right. a little bit, and it makes a massive difference, man. That's, right. well, that's what Eckhart Tolle says. He's like, you know people say oh how do you get started like how do you find the power of, of being one he just goes take one conscious breath just to yeah. have that self-awareness and go For sure. and that just means alright I'm in a room I'm on a podcast I'm with Tommy I'm with Bill it's all good it's okay. I'm not in my head yeah you know? exactly get out of the head exactly. get out of that thought pattern of like is everything alright if I got the you know it's yeah. like be present exactly just be, be present. present I'm in yeah. a room life is pretty good yeah. yeah there's no such thing as time we could go into if you yeah. if you always are in the now oh yeah yeah I think it's yeah. something that's definitely like back on to from the start of that conversation I definitely think it's something that is gonna be looked at with a whole set of different eyes in a couple of years man 100%. like everyone's yep. gonna be a lot of people are going to be praising their success on it. And that's something yeah. I want to do. Like I eventually want to, my girlfriend, and I would like to open a wellness center at some yeah. point and bring it to 
the public or like people in Australia, you know, like a lot of the podcasts I listen to and people I'm interested in, that's, they do it all the time, you know, yeah. like, and that's the, the norm for them. And mm. for you to say, like, I would have just assumed that everyone in Melbourne, like, would be doing it. And for Especially you to say to you're in a place this. full of entrepreneurs and no yeah. one's doing Forward it. Yeah. thinking just kind like, of like, cool, what young are they doing? Place? Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think there's a business to be hatched there. There's, uh, there's yeah. many, many yeah. Um, yeah. businesses to be hatched in the, in the near future. Um, we, Should we do uh, six from six? Because yeah, yeah. we took the show down last time. We don't, no, that's yeah. right. We should, and it would have let's, been different let's be anyway. Let's short firing. Yes, so, true. So, Sarah, unfortunately, uh, it is Friday afternoon, and at one point, we all do need to uh, drink this. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Mate, we could chat every fucking. Let's get your show the rest, all the time, rest man. of this day. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to. I feel like I'm just got started. Like, yeah. seriously, yeah. like we've been 100%, going. We've been 100%. going. We've been, what have we been going? Hour, we'll be going, going for an hour, hour and 17 minutes. Hour and 17, oh, yeah. Which is nothing in the scheme of things. But, um, Especially when you're thinking about oneness. So, um, so we're going to do six from six, Tommy. Um, used to be nine from nine when Mac was with us. Uh, but the ch- questions have changed. And yes. no one's heard the show anyway. <laughs> so, so my first, uh, first question to you, my friend, is um, your favourite travel destination on the planet and why? Um... Um, yeah, let me just get in touch with myself a little bit more intimately. Let me just touch myself. Yeah. Um, that's really hard. It's a toss-up between New Zealand, because I used to live on and off in New Zealand when mm-hmm. I was younger. It's somewhere I really want to go back to. It's just beautiful, and it's just untouched, and it's fantastic. Um, and there's another place where I skydive a lot called Deland, which is in Florida, and that's just got a piece of my heart the people that are there the jumps that you do this like the scenery everything about it is super super amazing beautiful um my next question is dream travel destination somewhere you haven't been that's very top of your bucket list 100 percent antarctica i want to go there more than anywhere else not i've actually been looking at trying to work there for six months i've got to go (laughs) there's so much going on down there we don't know about yeah oh my god yeah So, so like I think you can station. see that the, the Earth's flat from Antarctica. Huh? I think you can yeah. see that the Earth's flat from Antarctica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? But, uh, Man, there's, that, there's so much down there. Like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So, um, so my final question is any books that you, or audiobooks or whatever, um, that you like to recommend to people can be any style, any genre? Um, Favorite all-time book is Into the Wild. You've oh, probably seen the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got the book on my shelf, but I haven't read it. Oh, that book changed my life one hundred percent. It's so top-notch. Um, I just listened to The Art of Learning. You guys, Ooh, nice one. Read or listen to that? No. Yeah. It's about Josh Wentz. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. That was my memory technique there. I went nice back one. to visualize <laughs> the cover of the book with his name. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. He was a chess protege. Josh Waitzkin. Josh Wetskin, that's yep. it. Wetskin. Yep. He was a chess protege and then became a Clearly push- the learning stuff is working, yeah. mate. <laughs> he became a um, he became a push hands like uh, Tai Chi guy as well. Yep. And it's all about his approach to learning and wow. how he learns things and, and it was as part of the program for this advanced reading uh, speed reading course that I'm doing. Yeah. It was part of the extra homework for that. And I listened to that start to finish in one day and really? was so onto it. And the Sick. next one was um, Tribe by oh Seth Godin Seth yeah that was that was kind of cool I like the start of that or the discussion about uh like all, sort of all the content about um the Native Americans and stuff I haven't actually read it yeah I'm, it was cool the start of it well. found that pretty fascinating yeah. it got pretty boring and just kind of I felt like it was trying to justify America's war with the world halfway yeah. through it but gotcha. the first half of it I thought was cool yeah so mm, yeah beautiful Tommy uh, what do you like to do when you have some downtime 
Oh man, I read that question earlier and yeah. I absolutely pissed myself laughing. It's like <laughs> downtime. Like exactly. I haven't had that in years. Like maybe pick my nose if I get 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seriously, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm from, on. from, you know, 10 to five in the morning till 9.30 at night, I am booked and yeah. I'm on. It's good. So like, you want to be on. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. What do you like most about being on? Like what, what keeps you on? Um, just being inquisitive, like mm. wanting to learn new things, like mm. wanting to be better at things that I like, you know, like mm. I'm shooting a lot of archery now and it's like, I'm all Sick. about doing that. I'm always trying to work on surfing because I totally suck at that. <laughs> yeah. Skydiving, obviously, that's my main thing. Yeah. Um, re- learning to read, learning new things, cooking, spending time with my girlfriend, yep. trying to build my life, you know, like I'm so all about constructing my life at the moment and like the framework behind each day to get me to where I need to be at the end of that week to then yeah. advance me at the end of the month exactly. to where I want to be at the end of the year and having goals and shit like that. I'm yeah. all about that at the moment. It's, yeah. uh, Sick. it's good. Kill. Learning no, to read is definitely an important one, mate. So yeah. keep, keep thinking about <laughs> no, that one, mate. Yeah. You'll, uh, you'll be I've good. been trying for 32 years <laughs> yeah. now. I'm sure it'll happen at one point. Uh, what about a role model, someone you look up to? Um, my friend's my inspiration in life yeah you know like i was pretty lost for a few years there um and then i started hanging out with a group of people that are just like killing life like Mm. shredding and i changed i (laughs) totally changed my life from the second i started hanging out with them five six seven years ago yeah and discovered what life was about and anyone like bill you know you guys anyone that's broken the typical mold of society of yeah. get married have kids have two dogs getting into debt anyone yeah. that has stepped a foot outside of that get depression I draw in- yeah exactly i yeah. draw inspiration from you know yeah people that want to be happy and people that want to help other people you yeah. know like totally just people that want to better themselves like i can draw in- inspiration from anyone like mm. even if it's the smallest thing like mm. I, mm. I think about that a lot actually mm. So, um, and finally, mate, if you can invite three people dead or alive to dinner, who would they be and why? I didn't think about this one. <laughs> um, it always gets people. <laughs> Graham Hancock, for yeah, sure. Like, 100%. just could le- listen to that guy <sighs> speak like for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's so interesting. Yeah. Um, Kelly Slater, oh, maybe yeah? just because he's probably the world's best athlete and yeah. he's apparently a genius. Like, Fuck, apparently, yeah. he's super duper smart. Yeah. Um, who's someone cool that's dead that we could chat to? Yeah. Um, While they're dead. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Man, I'll just go smoke some DNT. I'll talk yeah. to them all the time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, third one, I don't really know. Maybe JFK. Oh, that's a good one. I think I might have said Lincoln last time, but yeah. I think JFK. I'm like more into JFK K, that whole conspiracy theory. I don't know if he knows who killed him, man. Dig. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wouldn't even who know. Who killed you? No, no, no. no, 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 no yeah, Some prick on the grass, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, to quickly go into that, was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure not. It's co- it's a common thing that people don't say it was. Yeah, like he the um I thought the uh, theory was that it was one of his protectors that actually shot off a gun. Yeah, right. I, I think I, I think. have heard that. There's so many out there. Did you know that Lee Harvey Oswald was working for the CIA with L. Ron Hubbard as well? Really? I've heard yeah. always. He started Scientology. Exactly. I've heard, I've heard exactly. always. Yeah. Uh, they were a part of like book. a. Yeah, they were working on a on a program called MK. Is it MK Ultra, which is like a a human programming um, program? There's so much shit we don't know. Oh, yeah. See, this is this is going to be a segue there's to part so two. Many things. Yeah, there's yeah. Heaps yeah. Deep we'll do a conspiracy things. show. I, I just want to clarify. I do love conspiracy theories, yeah. but there a lot of it's my fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. Exactly. Like I don't read Lord of the Rings and 
Harry Potter and shit like that. Wait, what do you I mean get deep real? on conspiracies <laughs> because some of them have truths behind them. And I just yeah. find it so fascinating it to really have fascinating. these alternative theories to think, mm, totally. what if the fucking earth is flat? What mm. if it's hollow, man? Yeah. That would be mad. Like, it'd be <laughs> well, fucking sick. There's another quote. Yeah. You know what, what if the earth is flat? That yeah. would be mad. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, it'd just be, it'd be cool to think that. Yeah, it would be cool. We could, we could have a whole one, show on 9-11. My biggest one's oh, whole show 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11. 9-11 is my biggest one. It's fucked. It's so fucked. That's the one I don't, I don't really care for the moon landing uh, you know as I think much I think as much yeah. JFK oh, no wait can I just go back to who the fuck I would love to have dinner with yeah. Buzz motherfucking Aldrin oh, yeah. that <laughs> dude <laughs> that dude's cooked yeah. like he is yeah. but he's, he's cooked. cooked I think he's, he's well cooked, cooked for a reason man like, yeah, yeah maybe Over there's here. he's yeah. oh man he is an That's interesting true. cat he was in Australia uh, last year yeah. doing the Mars thing there was he a Mars yeah. thing there was a Mars presentation he got he got evacuated from Antarctica for what? Oh. Because something went wrong. Something he got super ill. Oh right. Yeah, it's, that's a part. Buzzing, buzzing of, well, too no, hard. It's a, so, yeah. there's a part of the mass. Like, it's, it's, there's a big conspiracy buzz. theory about things that are going on down there because, like, really. Um, I think the second. Yeah, <laughs> you already knew it. Are you? Was it Mike Pence was down there, or was it uh, what's his name? Kerry from the states was down there. Right. Uh, buzz Aldrin was down there. The Pope went down there. Prince <laughs> the Harry. Pope went down oh, the Pope Antarctica. went down there. Prince Harry was down there, Ooh, and wow. they were all there at the very similar time. And it's like there's. <laughs> Some fucking hectic theories oh, out there. One. There's All some right. epic theories out this there, man. It's so funny. I've got a butter. It's so fun to think about. Oh yeah. Well, how's it? So, so how's how's the uh, the, the the federal uh, banking system in 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 America, which which I think officially began in like 1907 or something, 1912, where it was like basically the borrowing lending, where it's like you yeah. give the bank a dollar, they you know, and then and by sorry, they give you yeah. yeah, like the federal bank system. Yeah. So like. Um, they give you a dollar yeah. and then you have to pay back that dollar in interest. So like, if you just look at it basically from, from that scope, you've lost an extra 25 cents. Yeah. You never had that dollar to begin no, with. for sure. And um, apparently, apparently the Titanic was a conspiracy theory to get rid of all of the leaders that were against the promotion of the federal banking system. I've heard system. that. I've, d- that? I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. And apparently, according to eyewitness accounts, not that there were many, that <laughs> when the Titanic sunk, there was a boat just off in the far distance watching the Titanic sink. And it Holy didn't help, shit. Didn't help I didn't know out. that, but yeah. I have briefly heard that that's how, yeah, they were trying to get rid of a lot of people that yeah. were opposed to the Rothschild banking system. Exactly, yeah. Um, what were they all doing that's, on the Titanic? That's they just heavy. Gave, them a, gave them a, like it was a... A one-way ticket on it. They put all ticket. the people that were oh, opposed to their banking system so, but, but on, on it. To the the boat. Yeah. important people, they were like, oh yeah, here's that your free trip because the, they were the probably pretty high up in society. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because that, that coincides, that feeds into the whole Illuminati thing where like the richest people in the world... We're straight Illuminati, man. We're going to go into it. We'll do it and we will do it. We'll do the show. We point, yeah. But like all the richest people in the world get together and congregate and I mean the richest if you own the banking systems you own the I mean it's the clothes curtain behind the government you know and like they talk about it I mean like I think Obama was even quoted to have said something where like he understands he's not the most powerful person yeah, in the world. For people sure. own the money. Man, you know? Obama had yeah. good intentions when, yeah, he, when he went, went into, like we thought he was going to be the guy you know and, yeah. and he didn't do fucking anything exactly, like yeah. he created more war than anyone else you know yeah yeah um, yeah, it's to not get into that subject too yeah. deep, but it's like we will. Yeah, we will at some point for <laughs> yeah. sure. But yeah, it's um, it's we got to do a show big. like just a little bit baked, just like after a few. <laughs> no, 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 we're definitely doing <laughs> yeah. a show on mushrooms. Yeah, I'm keeping like, a show on mushrooms. One hundred percent, man. Yeah. Like they, like yeah, we ta- we, we take some funny shit. It, talk it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, should we leave it there? All yeah. right, Sarah, where can people find you if they want? Is there anything that you want to plug uh, yourself or anything like really. wise or yeah? yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, not really, man. I mean, yeah. 
I'm pretty chill. So we're cool. I don't have anything to promote. I'm not really anyone special. No, that's I cool. just like to chat. So, I like it. That's cool. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as Tommy Serif. Anyone wants to ask me any questions about anything that they've heard us speak about, contact me, man. I love chatting to people. Sweet. So Sounds good, awesome. brother. All righty, mate. Until Thanks next time. Thanks for having me, guys. Loved Thanks. it. Thanks Always for love coming it. on the show, mate. Cheers. Boy. And uh, that's a wrap. All right, guys, if you liked that show, please go ahead and subscribe. If you've already subscribed, thank you very much. If you could please go and leave a rating review. If you make a real funny rating review, we will read it out on the show. And, uh, yeah, also um, show notes. They can be found at www.eventsfittravel.com forward slash radio. Everything that was mentioned in the show will be in there. Also, head to audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio to get your free audio book and 30-day trial. Head to quashcreative.com. Uh, quote the word radio with the guys there to get your free SEO report or report on your existing brand. And last but not least, head to www.adventurefittravel.com. Use the code word radio at checkout to get 10% off any and all of our epic trips. Catch you next week.